Hey, Skeeby Squad. Welcome to Puppy Dog Tales, where we share amazing true stories about man's best friend. I'm Hannah. I'm Annika. Hi, I'm Julie. And today we have a couple stories about some therapy dogs that work in schools. today uh so this is julie from leave a little sparkle podcast um so julie you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast yeah absolutely so um i I know you guys are educators as well but i'm an educator and um i've been in the field for too long to tell (laughs) and i've seen some things um and so my podcast is from educators for educators in all senses of the word. So, yeah. 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 So we found each other on Facebook and like, yeah, yeah we're excited to have you on. Um, Made this collab happen. Yes. All right. And we want to hear all about your pets. So <laughs> story time, pet time. Okay. So I have um, currently in my household, we have a dog named Mellow. Um, and he is a golden doodle, but he's not so golden. He's very white and he's as big <laughs> oh, as a great Dane. He's massive. His, his head alone, just, you have to use both hands to even just pet his face. Um, oh, and then no. I also, yeah, then I also a have a dog. cat. She's not even one yet. It's a whole long thing. Bless her heart. She's not even one yet. And she just became a mama last week. I didn't realize she was a kitten. She's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. We were told to wait to get her, you know, fixed or I I always get those two confused, but basically sterilized. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we were told to wait until she had her first girly cycle Mm -hmm. and that first girly cycle sent her into having babies. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) wonderful yeah, really neighborhood baby daddies um are wandering around so oh, no. <laughs> yeah oh goodness yeah yeah you really have to wait that's kind of a that's kind of a myth yeah oh really man yeah, well they a lot of like the spcas they do it they definitely do it really young like mm. my cat mocha came to a spade at like eight weeks um not the most recommended but like a lot of vets rep- recommend like six months, like right mm-hmm. before their first heat. So they get some of the hormones from the maturing process, but they don't go all the way through heat because cats are crazy in the heat. I'm sure you know that Yes. Now. <laughs> yeah. She was rolling around on the ground, like legs and feet in the air, making deep guttural noises. Oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. Is she demonic? <laughs> yeah. What on earth is this going on? It was it was interesting. She's the first girl animal I think I've ever had. Okay. So yeah, yeah. that's a different experience. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. But I'm the only woman in my house, and <laughs> I feel outnumbered. Mm-hmm. So when I was like, I'm gonna get a cat, and it's gonna be a girl. Yeah, yeah. I meant it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. how many kittens did she have? 
Bless her heart. She had five. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a lot for uh, first litter, but. And she, I mean, she was huge. Like she would sit down and roll. (laughs) She couldn't couldn't sit, bless her heart. Um, But we still kept thinking she's so small. I'm sure it's like two or three. And then we came home from work very first day back from spring break. Of course, she waits till we go back to work. Yep. And there she is with five little babies. And I'm like, oh, my Lanta, bless your heart. She still looks at us and goes, what happened? Oh, no. You can see it on her face. She's like, I don't know what happened. Bless her heart. Poor baby. We've only named two of them, though, because I was told we don't get to keep all of them. So, yeah, you're going to keep two. I'm hoping for two. That's why I named them. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. My husband's much it's more manifest, strict on yeah. animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she had one all black cat. And so when you look at his face, he looks like a little bat. And so I was like, you're Batman. So we started calling him Bruce Wayne. You know, couldn't Stop just call him Batman. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. Uh, yeah, he's adorable. And then the biggest one of the group, he's kind of like a brute and like you know elbows other cats that are in his way so i'm calling him bruiser so oh you know bruce and bruiser <laughs> yeah how do you get rid of those two i know yeah you gotta keep those you can't can be outnumbered again though i know i know <laughs> and we did check and all but one so there's four boys and one girl oh, wow like, how does that even happen that's just my luck so <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. All right. And then we had a few questions for you. Um, yeah. And I think we're going to start. You're obviously our first guest, but I think we're going to start <laughs> having all of our guests answer these. So we'll have to, we'll, we'll answer them too. Um, okay. Right, so two ways to answer the first one. So what dog breed would you be? Or like, what's your spirit dog? Like if there's like a picture of a dog that fits you. So I know when we spoke before, I I did not bring up, but I had a Dotson for five years prior to having my son. Um, Actually, I think it was longer than I think it was eight years. Time flies. But um, yeah, but he was I called him my firstborn. I would just like hold him and just love on him. And I was happy he was around when I had my son. So they got to be brothers for a couple years. Um, But he aged really quickly. But his just his sweet disposition and how he like he loved everybody. He would lick the air, just randomly lick the air. He'd love to sit on like little hills when the breeze is flowing and he was a long haired Dotson. So those are the best. They are. They're so pretty. The short and he had ones. one blue eye and one brown eye. He was just he was the perfect pet for me. We so love a I could be, moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I were ever gonna be a breed, I think that would be the breed for me because even now, like I get along so much better with Dotsons than I do with any other dog. And it's not like on purpose, it's just they're so sweet. They're they really are so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They're so funny too. Mm-hmm. Yes. My, yeah, my husband has always looked at him like, why are you licking the air? I know. <laughs> my, my best friend in high school had a dox. She had a few dachshunds, actually. But one of them, like, 
he would cuddle with you, but only if he was Aww. under a blanket. Like, oh, you, yeah. So you'd like have a blanket on, and he'd like crawl under the blanket and like cuddle with you. Or like if you didn't have a blanket, he'd bring his own and like oh. snuggle. But he'd be he had to be under the blanket. Yeah, that's really cool. So it's funny you say that. So we we bought a couch like seven years ago and um he was still very much in his burrowing phase and the cushions would move so I just figured he'd burrow under the cushions right I came home from work one day and there's this hole like maybe this big in the couch that he had chewed and we couldn't find him anywhere he's in the cushion like I sat down and felt it move. He was in the cushion burrowed. He just oh, pops no. his head out. It's like, hey, I'm in here. That's <laughs> he yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, yeah. It's also pretty funny because that's kind of what dachshunds were bred for to go down in like uh, badger holes and get the badger. True. So maybe he was just being an instinctual little dachshund. Yeah. Yeah. He was the best. So His name was Samson. He was the best. Aww. That's when he passed away, my son, he was like three at the time and he, he saw me crying and he's like, What's wrong, mama? And you know, I did the whole over the rainbow you know, yeah. he'll he's in heaven type thing. And my son's like, That's okay, mama, I'll cry with you. And Aww. I just knew Aww, then like so sweet. I I could never replace that dog. Like yeah. I could never. So the animals we have now, I love them. They're my babies but they're not my firstborn yeah 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 there is definitely like something special about like your first dog for Mm -hmm. sure or like the first dog that you like owned by yourself I think um yeah because I think for us like puppy's the first dog I've owned like not with my Mm. you know family um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and Sadie's like that for me my others were guide dogs and training so, uh, yeah, yeah. So they had a job yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they weren't, and they so they were not mine. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's weird too because it's just funny how life works out. My husband and I actually been married almost fifteen years, so we've been together a long time. But um, we got married right outside of high school. Um, but we couldn't get pregnant. I have PCOS, and we went the whole route of trying. Um, and a. a we just kind of gave up. And about that time, mm. Samson came into our life. And so I, you know, I dressed him and I would, you know, brush his hair all the time. I would give him baths and then wrap him up in the, the, um, sorry, the towel. Yeah. And I'd just hold him and he would just sit there like, Aww. okay, I'll be your little baby doll today. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, you know, he filled that void for me for sure. Yeah. yeah. Annika, Annika, what's your spirit dog? Okay, so I found a picture of a dog that's like under, I'll have to post it on Instagram, but it's like under a little blanket and has a little cup of tea. And I think, I don't know if it's a pit bull, but it looks pit. It's pittish. Yeah, that's me. That's totally me. Like that's my happy place is just like under a blanket with like a little cup of tea. So, <laughs> so I've known this for a while about myself. Yeah. Um, I think when me and Annika were getting closer, I was frustrated about my life. And I said, I'm basically just a St. Bernard puppy who just keeps tripping over its own feet. Oh, and, and I am, I'm a St. Bernard. You are a hundred percent a St. Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it's actually my Patronus, too. Oh, yeah. okay. So, J.K. Rowling said it, too. Uh, <laughs> but Sadie and I are also very much alike. So, she could also kind of be my spirit dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think she might have learned everything from me. So, I think I mean, there's that. Yeah. Her own fault. That's she picked place. up a lot of my behaviors because <laughs> sometimes my husband will look at the two of them and he's like, why are you making the same face? Y'all do make the exact same face though. Like exactly the same. It's like, is she really smart or is, did this just randomly happen? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, next question. Yeah. Okay. So next is what's one question you wish you could ask your pet? That one's tough because there's a lot of times I look at my dog and I'm like, what are you thinking right now? Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because he just does like the randomest things ever. But, um, okay, because my cat just had kids, <laughs> this, this I think is what I've settled on. So we have a little bassinet with the baby kittens in them. Um, we Aww. saved it from when my son was little and it sits right by the bed so I can watch them at night. I kid you not, almost every morning I wake up and that dog's head is right there staring at all of the kittens, trying to sing, figure them all out. And I swear he thinks he's the dad. So <laughs> my question to him would be, are those your babies? <laughs> oh, that's so cute though. I love that. It is cute. It's really sweet. <laughs> he is a sweet boy. Oh, Hannah, what would you ask Sadie or the cats? I think if I could ask Tucker something, it would just be why. Just constantly. Why? <laughs> tell me, tell me why, like, why are you the way that you are? Why do you choose? <laughs> pulled from the office here. Yeah, uh, I hate so much about the things that you choose you to be. Choose? He could be such a nice cat. He could. It's the thing. If he wanted to, but he doesn't. He's so soft and potentially cuddly. I just, Aww. if I could ask Mocha a question, it would be, it would honestly be, do you have more than one brain cell? Um, because my female cat appears very dumb. She cute, but she dumb. She still chases her tail and she's like seven. Oh. Um, like she discovers her tail like once a day. It's been less recently, but I think well, it's the stress of moving. nice. Yeah. She's learning. Around yeah. these parts, the, we always go, oh, you're so pretty. Yeah. And mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. that. She's yeah. a very, she's a tortie. She's very pretty. Um, Sadie, I don't know about her because I feel like I can read her very well. Yeah, like, she's, I I know what she's, she's kind of an open book, that girl. But it, but it might be like, what do you want to do? Like just something simple. Like, what do you want right now? Like, because I feel like sometimes she might surprise me. Hmm. I feel like cats are just always um, thinking anyways. And I think when it comes to cats, I just want to know what they're thinking because I swear it's probably like these dumb humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you with Buffy? Okay. <laughs> it's also kind of along the lines, lines of like, why would you do that? Like, but like goose poop. Why? Why do you want to eat the goose poop? I don't understand it. We feed you good food regularly. (laughs) You are a well-fed pup. We give you, like, 
less lately because we're trying to work on her with like dominance issues but like we Mm. give her like little pieces of banana and apple like we feed her well like why do you want to eat the goose poop (laughs) so she again it was a lot more as a puppy than it is now but still like she'll go up and she'll sniff it and she'll like try to lick it i'm like why what is appealing about the goose poop i don't know (laughs) anyway yeah i think all animals it's gotta it has to do i think with like territories or something like i i don't like why that makes sense well and i can like okay the smelling i get it like y'all are getting more information from said goose poop than we are but like but why do you need to eat it though? Yeah, like yeah. the smelling. I there get should it. be a line. Yes, I feel yeah. like eating it is the line. Like, <laughs> why do you need to eat it? Yeah. All right. And then the last question for you is: What movie or TV show character is your dog? And you're welcome to do cats nope. too. But <laughs> okay, that one's really really difficult because I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. Um. I, I'm more like a YouTube girl myself, but my son loves Paw Patrol. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, I, there's something there I could do uh, with, um, Marshall from Paw Patrol. I think, I think one, like he's big and white. And so obviously that, but then I don't know if you guys have ever sat down and watched an episode of Paw Patrol, but half the problems that they're fixing, they created. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I feel like that's perfect because most of the problems that have to be fixed, he's created. So <laughs> he's a chewer and yep. he, you know, he's big and he doesn't understand how big he is. So he'll knock things over or like mm-hmm. there was one time that he got on top of the stove and turned a burner oh, on no. because oh he God. had no idea like he's just got these big paws we had to go get special covers because he would just turn things on um so yeah paw patrol we survived the house was okay it was figured out Um, (laughs) my husband was home at the time you know but but yeah like he he just creates a lot of problems with being so big and and thinking he's a lap dog so that well and that's such a typical great dane thing like ah they always want to think like they're just these teeny tiny like they just don't understand how big their body is it's cute yeah sadie does that sometimes yeah she does yeah the size of a great dane (laughs) oh she's like 55 60 pounds maybe yeah (laughs) my dad actually owns great danes but um he's got two right now they used to have like five or six um and i remember them like turning around and backing their behind up to the couch and sitting next to me and i was like this is too much (laughs) yep i know yeah my best friend from high school again she had a great dane and she would um she would yeah that Daisy was her name and she would do that too. She would like back up and like <laughs> just her butt would be on your lap. So it was, and it was, yeah, it was either just her butt or just her head because nothing else would fit. Yeah. <laughs> <It was sweet. laughs> yeah. But the furniture yeah. always looks too small next to them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like it's a little redundant because mine is 
Buffy is Buffy, the vampire slayer. Like, oh, I think that's the best. Yeah, because we were, we were talking about it earlier, and that was like the best thing we could think of because she's like, um, you know, she's really strong. She's she's sweet, tenacious, huh? But sweet, she can be tenacious. She can be tenacious. But she's also really <laughs> yeah. sweet. Loves people, um, but like she can also get a little broody, get a little moody sometimes. So I forgot who we said Sadie was because it was who you we said Sadie with. just is her own cartoon character. That, that's true. We said I said she fits something else though too. My dog looks like a cartoon though. Um, she does. It's very easy to draw her as a cartoon because her face has such cartoonish features. Well, and she's just always doing, like, the derpy, like, huh, like, (laughs) hi. There was one, though, that I was like, that kind of fits with Sadie. And now I can't remember what I said. We had talked about Enid from Wednesday. Was that it? Oh, yeah. So if you've seen Wednesday. um, I've seen bits and pieces. I I wish I had more time for TV. (laughs) Wednesday's, Wednesday's werewolf friend is very bright and bubbly but very um very loyal she's not i wouldn't even call it necessarily protective but just like super loyal wants to help all the time yeah and sadie's very much like that sadie Um, right now the cats are outside meowing at the back door and sadie's like someone open it for them like (laughs) she literally just whined at the door yeah oh if like Tucker got out the other day and Sadie went and blocked him from going past this bush because she knows that he won't run underneath his leg. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> and so gosh. she blocked him so I could grab him. Like That's pretty she's smart. Like, you live here, man. <laughs> you have to stay. No, my mellow will just watch Zena go out the back door every time. <laughs> she's like, Where are you going? Okay, bye. Yeah. Oh no, she gets stressed out when the cats aren't where she thinks they're supposed to be. Oh, that's the hurting. <laughs> that's the hurting mentality for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so we can jump into stories about um, dogs at schools. Okay. Do our therapy dogs at schools? Um. So I can start. So I found one. Um, this comes from the UK. This is Fernie and the headline is the dog who can read. So nice. I know. Smart, smart boy. What? I said it's wild because I watched the video. So Fernie is a nine year old black. I don't know about black lab. I put black lab, but I think he's a chocolate lab. He's a chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. So A man named Nick Gardner is the owner of Fernie, and he is also headmaster at a school at Winford. He's at Winford Primary School in Winford, England. Um, And as part of a British charity called Dogs Helping Kids, they so this charity sends dogs into schools to help inspire children to love reading. That's their mission. And they were able to get Fernie trained as part of that program. And so now Fernie is just like a permanent member of like the staff there. So kids come to a session to read with Fernie. He cuddles up next to them and just like lets them pet him while they read. So which is super sweet. I mean, there's like videos of kids and he's just cuddled up like 
with like a little chin on their knee, like looking at the Aww. book. It's so cute. Aww. Um, but Fernie, I can actually read. have. That's so sweet. I actually have a picture of my son when he was like three at our local library reading to dogs. Oh, a couple so different ones. I mean, he wasn't really reading, but you know, it looked like it. So looking at the pictures and stuff. That's reading. Yep. Yeah, and the dogs would just lay there. They'd roll over, just like so relaxed, listening to the book. Yeah, or you know, my son's version of the book. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's one of the great things is that, like, you know, the dog's not going to judge. You know, right. they don't. They don't know what the words are say so they're not going to say like oh nope that was wrong go back and fix it like they're just they're just there to listen and cuddle so yeah but yeah so Gardner taught Fernie to read a few words uh so he knows four words um so what happened was he would put four commands on flashcards and he'd introduce the command with the flashcard um some of the ones that he knows right now um he knows sit down and roll over and then i don't know what the last one is but he knows at least those three and they used a lot of tricks or a lot of treats to kind of help him you know learn what those symbols meant um and there were a couple i did read an article where a dog trainer was saying that the dog's actually responding to um, cues from nick like bodily cues and not actually recognizing the words but like that's not what it looks like in the video. I I agree. I don't think it looks like that either. Oh. And also, like, to me, that's not even the amazing thing that that dog can read words. Like, it's the impact that it has on the kids. So yeah. the kids feel inspired that, oh, a dog can read words. So can I. And it also yeah. helps them understand that, like, they can start by learning sight words, you know, and that still counts. Like, even if they've just memorized a word you know, or a set of words that still counts as reading. Like that's a good first step for reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first step. I memorized the cat in the hat. Yep. And oh, I nice. wasn't even yeah. looking at those pages, but I was, I was reading it to my mom. Looks upside down, but right. But you yeah. know the words. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So kids love parents and kids love Fernie. They adore him. Um, Parents said that, you know, there was kids with separation anxiety and they would be excited to go to school because there's a dog at school. Um, Yeah. One little girl. Change kindergarten's first day so much. Oh my gosh. If the kids knew they could go play with a dog. I I would be there. A lot less tears. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I was the kid my mom would have to like have me wear something cute on my shirt and she'd be like go show your teacher your panda on your shirt and I'd be like, okay like to get me to like separate from Distract her yeah. you, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah dog would do that I mean uh, absolutely I adored dogs so I would <laughs> that's where I'd be it's funny because I had I had I didn't have separation anxiety at school but I had um I can't think of the word right now. Selective mutism. I had selective mutism in school. Okay. And you pair that with ADHD, you get a very awkward, quiet kid. Um, And so I feel like I would have talked more at school because... Because you'd want to talk to the dog. Dogs. Yeah. 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 
even when I was a high schooler doing my senior project training guide dogs, I got to take the dog with me to school a couple times. Uh huh. And I was so much more confident in school when I had her there with me. It was ridiculous. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I can I can do this if I have a dog. With mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a couple of like testimonials from kids about Fernie. One kid said, I didn't think that I'd be able to read when I got older. Um, which like that sentence just like breaks my little heart. So but, sad. Yeah. yeah. And then another girl who used to hate reading, like dreaded it, said, when I'm reading with Fernie, it's fun to read and it's really, really happy. Um, so I just I love that. Just encouraging kids to, you know, building that love of reading is so huge. It is. So oh, anything yeah. you can and do to build that love of reading is yes going to make a giant difference. And a lot of um, well, I would say a lot of the situations I run into is that um, the kids that are having a hard time learning to read, obviously their parents aren't helping them much at home. Because it's maybe not a big priority. Mm-hmm. They usually don't have pets because, again, the parents are busy and things like that. So, I mean, you're changing the dynamic completely. You're giving them a reason to want to learn to read. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even probably, you know, they'll, they'll go home and want to read to, like, their stuffed animals now and mm-hmm. stuff like that because yeah. they get that confidence, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I need yeah. a Fernie at my school. I know, right? Same. Right? So, and so something I found says, you know, petting a dog, I think this is, you know, no surprise to anybody, but petting dogs releases oxytocin into the brain, which is like the like love hormone. And so having that positive association from petting the dog and then being able to associate that with reading is invaluable. Um, Yeah. And I found because I don't have dogs at school. Uh, we meet, need to tag team about that and uh, correct <laughs> <Yeah>. that. But, <laughs> but some other things that could release oxytocin um, that you could do at school is um, petting a stuffed animal also releases oxytocin. So you can have them read with a stuffy. I did that today because my kids have been struggling with read to someone. So their read to someone was reading with a stuffed animal today and they loved it. I mean, they were naming their stuffed animal. They were very serious about reading with their stuffed animal. Like they'd set it up, right? They'd be like pointing to the word for the stuffed animal. A couple of them would be like, you know, all right, Ivan, because that's one of them. Uh, All right, Ivan, I'll read this page. You read this page. And then they like do voices. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, it's the cutest thing ever. That's so cute. <laughs> that is such a great way to teach the inflection and like how to how to read in different yeah. voices. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, playing music in the background also helps release that oxytocin. Um, also, just helps create like a quiet, calm environment for them too, mm-hmm. which is a quiet classroom when you're trying to do work with small groups yeah. or something. That helps the cortisol levels. Yes, it does. Yeah. We um, all need stress, that. <laughs> stress hormone, yeah. 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 I don't, I've had some students say that it can be a little bit much for them. Like it's overstimulating to hear the music. So I have to be really careful about which classes mm-hmm. I can play it in. 
Yeah. Oh. I always just put on a lo-fi, like a lo-fi hip-hop, like sleep, relax, study music at like volume 10 <laughs> at the most. And that, I, I never have a kid mention anything about it when it's like mm. that. Mm-hmm. That, so that works for me. Mm-hmm. Or like just like the world's simplest piano ever mm-hmm. um, can also be really helpful. I've done that yeah. too. I like the piano guys. <laughs> so I like to I get like into the it. Guys too, but then like my kids will start singing the words and I'm like, oh, okay, no, no. <laughs> That's nope. where it's a problem. But a but. dance party here and there in the classroom is not going to hurt anybody. That's <laughs> true. Nope. That's Very true. true. <laughs> oh, we were talking about poetry lately and we like to get them into it. I pulled, I played Moana. And I was like, oh. I guarantee you all love poems. And I played a song from Milana and we analyzed it with poetry. And That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because the first thing that you hear when you say we're going to do poems is, oh. It's cheesy. I'm like, no, yeah. you love poetry. Yeah. I promise. So, <laughs> um, And then two other things that you can do um, to associate that oxytocin feeling with reading. Um, reading with a friend. As long as they're on task, my class had some <laughs> trouble with that recently, but you know, um, and then also vitamin C. So if you take them outside to read, um, that also helps release oxytocin. So yeah, I've done that. Read- there was one time I did that. We like got like beach blankets uh, for Aww. a beach day and took it outside and we read out there. That's cute. It was cute. There wasn't a whole lot of reading. They were just excited. They were a little right. too excited to be outside. But, you know. Yeah. Is that vitamin C or vitamin D? Oh, I don't I know. Think the, sun, the sun makes your skin make vitamin D. Oh, yeah. vitamin D then. I, I was wondering if we were going to give them orange juice or something too while they're outside. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Orange juice has both. Yeah. So that's. There yeah. you go. <laughs> covers all of it just in case. <laughs> Well, I love what you came up with because I I was looking into the therapy dogs in the classroom and um, I found this article on therapydogs.com, I believe. Um, And it actually goes into the socio-emotional benefits of having therapy dogs. And um, I don't, I'm not trying to copyright nothing. This is not from me, but I really liked what it said. So it said, one of the most significant impacts that therapy dogs can make in the classroom is student socio-emotional development. Besides their training, therapy dogs bring their lovable and loving characteristics. These friendly companions are good listeners and offer great companionship and an audience to children without making any judgments. And I thought, wow, that's pretty profound because mm-hmm. nowadays, even when you try to like let them buddy read and stuff, you have, I don't, I don't know about younger grades, but like in my fifth grade, you have them laughing at each other when they make a mistake or stuff like that. And it's just so judgmental. Mm-hmm. So I get that yeah. sometimes with one of my classes, my homeroom class is really tight, so I don't mm. have that many problems with them in that right. regard, but my other class can sometimes rag mm. on each other for missing a problem or um, yeah. messing up a word if we're reading a science article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's cool. A good old dog never judges anybody. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I've met a lot of judgmental cats, though. Yeah, cats uh, yes. are cats, yeah. yeah. That's a whole other story, though. Like, <laughs> can't bring those in the classroom. Everybody will walk out with a complex. No, no. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, 
All right. My story actually comes from my hometown. Um, yeah, this was so cool. As we were researching, it just like popped up. It made oh. me want to take credit because I was, I started <laughs> with having a guide dog that I, that was all around town uh, when I was Aww. in high school. But that was like 13 years ago. So they probably don't, the person that started this probably doesn't know about that. Um, but maybe. I found, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't want to take credit. So Finn, the therapy dog, works at Elkin Elementary School. And he got hired in 2022, and he was hired as part of the counseling team, and the school actually received a 20K grant to help with the cost. I love that it said, like, they hired him. Yeah, that's what the article said. I want to know what those interviews were like. Like, I want to sit in on those (laughs) interviews. (laughs) The school counselor actually interviewed him. They didn't call it an interview. They said she was going to meet him like the next they week. Should've, oh, yeah. They should have called it an interview. They but should. That was, like, That's so cute. That would have been I funny. I found the school board like um, transcript from like a meeting in 2022 to find out like all their information. But um, so Elkin Tribune gets some credit for the for my knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, he's been working there since February 2022. He greets kids as they enter school. He makes visits to classrooms, um, is just there for students and staff if they go visit the counselor, because she was trained to be his handler by um, a man named Andy Hanlon, who has 30 plus years training experience, and he owns a training company business I don't know the right word for that um (laughs) called dogs by Andy in Greensboro oh that's where we are so yeah we tied it to my hometown and where I live now oh nice that's actually where I've been thinking about taking Sadie to train um but yeah so he goes to school like every day he um he has a mailbox so students oh. can write him letters. That's so precious. So cute. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a really cute decorated mailbox too. It's like oh. all glittery and the school colors are blue and gold. So it's like blue and it's like blue and his name is in gold on it. And like, oh. it's super cute. Um, I saw, I saw him hugging kids. I saw him just walking by and getting a pet as they were like in the middle of a lesson so like he's he's everywhere it looks like Aww. um i think it's pretty cool the school saw a need for social emotional help they did uh, a survey of students and found that in the in the system over 150 students said they needed help coping with coping skills oh, okay. and so and so they applied for a grant and so nice. it's such a cool thing to see my alma mater meet those take those huge strides to meet that yeah that's a that's a lot to do yeah well the, the way the school system's school. going right now and and how many needs there are for kids it just makes sense to do something like this we have to think outside the box if we want to stop the way it's being projected right now the, the way uh, we're going mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely there's so many kids that have been in social like or emotional stress since the pandemic oh yeah. yeah 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 so 
And working in like, you know, a Title I school, like where we work, um, these kids, some of them have seen violence, like some of them have mm-hmm. experienced stuff like that. Um, I've had, you know, I have kids in my class now who have gone through some trauma. Um, yeah. So, yeah, anything to anything you can do to help help them cope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Self-regulate. That's it. Yes. That's, a big that's, one. that's, that's, the that's, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. Ready to give an arbitrary dog rating? This is my favorite part the arbitrary dog rating. <laughs> I forget it a lot. <laughs> I forget it most I know, of the time. And I get mad because I don't know why. It's fun. So, what do you want to give therapy dogs? It's really a general one this time. Yeah. Okay, so I am just going to go pretty simple here. Um, I'm going to give Finn and Fernie both A pluses. There we go. And if you could go higher, I would go higher. But yeah, they both get an A plus. <laughs> they get that little extra credit where their grade on power school is like 105. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> My bacon stick. I have bacon stickers. They get the nice. bacon stickers. Are they scratch and sniff? I wish. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Me and one of my students like to get the bacon and eggs on Fridays and wear them together. Nice. All right. Um, Julie, go ahead and like plug all the things. Like tell us <laughs> where we can listen to you. Um, so I recently just got on Amazon's Audible. So I'm now on there and Google, Apple, Spotify, all the things. I think I'm on every major platform now. Um, it's called Leave a Little Sparkle. And uh, season two is coming out April 5th at seven in the morning. And yes, that's early, but I have it come out early so that teachers can listen on their way to work. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We do that too. Except we put ours out at five. So. Yeah, um, that's really early. <laughs> I'm hoping nobody has to drive before seven. I know. There's just yeah. high school teachers though, right? Oh gosh, I bless choose to. Oh well, you choose to. I, I have a kid I'm to drop bird. off before I go, so. But yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I actually am. I just started YouTube as well, and there's going to be some uh, teacher reviews coming soon, where I'm going to be reviewing some of the technology going on. You know that they're trying to give us maybe some of the websites that they're trying to give us. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. All right. Um, And you can find us on Instagram at puppy dog tales pod. Um, email us at, I forget this one. Puppy dog tales pod at gmail. <laughs> and it's the same for like all of them except for Twitter. Um, yeah, write us an email. Tell us a story about your dog. No, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say all the things. Yeah, tell us what movie character your dog is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, and don't forget to write us a review. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks, yeah. guys. Right. Okay. Keep calm and, and wag, wag on. on. <laughs> <laughs>